nice spiked right there at the beginning. He did his, he did his Will Smith right <laughs> off the bat. <laughs> Everyone, this is a bacon bit, and we're talking about Wrinkle in Time, and you're getting this on a Saturday? Yeah, we felt giving, generous, maybe. No, is that let's, it? let's, let's, or do let's, we feel stingy? Let's level here. Okay. okay. So we had the, Ken had a screening for Wrinkle in Time. He said, hey, do you guys want to go? Jacob said, I'm never going to a movie with you again. You and he hasn't for being. about a year. And then I said, I went to Black Panther. I said, sure, Kent, you're lovely. I'll go with you. And then we get there and we, we were debating on whether to do a bacon bit or not. And then we realized, oh, we have the Oscar show results we're doing already. Right. And Ken, I said, well, maybe we'll see how this movie is <laughs> and we'll decide if we want to do a bacon bit or not. That was our that was our thing. Yes. And it got over. And Ken, and I looked at each other and said, we, we must we must do a bacon bit. We must we, tell we must. the world about a wrinkle in time. Oh, and really, I don't know what this means. Jake, I'm in so much suspense right now. This is just for you. Because this was a great book. Like as a kid, I really enjoyed this was book. Was it a great book or was it a book we were forced to read? Listen, as Can a 10 year old, I remember really liking the book, but I don't remember very much about it. It was like. What do you remember? Can you give us anything? There was a couple of kids and witches and then they're traveling and their dad's kidnapped and they go to some parallel world and there's this big evil thing it was like robotic voice in black is kind of what i remember as a kid racist i think and then i remember where they go into the and this is actually in the trailer too but i remember they go to that neighborhood and then they're all acting the same and so all individuality is cut out and they want everybody to be the same and then the kids save things i don't remember so there's your synopsis yep. and your spoilers <laughs> <laughs> yes the first little part of this is going to be spoiler free so you can listen to this even if you haven't seen the movie but if you probably read the book so you probably know yeah joel but, have you read the book yes and i was going to tell jacob the I remember reading it a couple times, but the only things I really remember from the book is the kids bouncing the ball all at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And then there was a character with red eyes. That's what I remember. Oh, yeah. I do remember that, yeah. too. Yeah. So that's, is it Banicula? Because that's the only book I remember reading as a kid. With Banicula? red eyes? Yeah, with the bunny. Yeah. Is that oh, the only book you remember? The only book with red eyes that you The remember? only book that I read as a kid. <laughs> Just Banicula over Banicula. and over again? <laughs> Every book report was about Banicula. This explains so much. Yeah. <laughs> So we're just going to get into it. Uh, this movie, I'm going to read the official IMDb synopsis. Jake already covered it. After the disappearance of her scientist father, three peculiar beings send Meg, her brother, and her friend to space in order to find him. Uh-huh. That's not even close to what it's about. Uh-huh. But uh, Ken and I aren't going to go first or second because we both know what we each other think about the movie. Yeah, so we, Jake, we talked about it before. We're talking to you and the listener now. Okay. Oh, and we're still spoiler free. Yes, still spoiler okay. free. For a time. For a little bit so let's, here. Keep, let's keep this part short, and then you guys can just rant. Who says we want to rant? Maybe we loved it. You, okay. It's actually <laughs> crazy, because this is being released by Disney. You can like, rant about how much you love it. Yes. I expected to hate this movie, but man, I really hated it. <laughs> Jacob, it was so bad. It was so bad. Well, the trailer looked really bad. I had no hope. This is why I didn't want to go. So it's it stars. Uh, I could tell. Like in the posters, the really thing they're promoting is Oprah Winfrey and the visionary Reese director Spoon, and Kelly from the and office. Ke and what? Kelly from the office. <laughs> yes, Mindy Kaling. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, and that's what they're promoting is these three beings that are, and they're not at all how I pictured them in the book. In the book, they're like these old withered. You didn't picture Oprah? No, I didn't picture Oprah. But they're like these old withered hashtag only witch looking Oprah. women. Well, and in fact. Uh, I found this out from, I, I kind of went back and read through uh, a summary of the book again. So there's Mrs. What's It, who's yes. played by Reese Witherspoon. Indeed. There's Mrs. Who, played by Mindy Kaling. And then there's uh, giant space Oprah deity. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> Spoilers, Joel. Yes. But Jacob, it is so bad. Like, I cannot express how much I wanted to just get out my phone and start browsing and be done with this movie. So wait, so... I mean, because is it just the story as an adult wasn't interesting or I need to watch the retelling was I need to watch. I need to read A Wrinkle in Time again because I have to know 
if it was as bizarre as the movie because I don't remember it being that bizarre. It, it feels like an unfilmable book. It seems like they should never even have tried to put this to screen because there's no explanation as to what things are meant to be. And the visuals are, well, there's two There's two different ways of visuals. There's the cinematography, which is terrible. It's a pretty movie. I'll say that. I feel and bad. And that's the only reason the movie was made, I feel. I feel bad. Because you know how usually Kent will, uh, his hatred will seethe out of his pores and the fumes will I'm get like into the, the person I'm like the giant robotic monster voice in the movie. Kind of. How there was a robotic monster voice. Oh, yes, there is. Yes, yes, I did remember that right. It's called It, and it's a brain in the book. But, uh, Anyways. Yeah. So, but you know how Kent does that? It's, how yeah, he emits these like too. hate pheromones from his body. Oh, yeah, if you're sitting yeah, next to him, it. you start hitting it, it too. Yeah. Ladies. You put on certain like special sunglasses, you can see them. You can see the, th- the hatred. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. That's but, called Axe Body Spray, guys. I don't know. I think <laughs> I ruined this for Kent, though. <laughs> because <laughs> you, can you believe that? About 20 minutes in, I, I think about 20 minutes in, I looked over my rules. You don't want to talk during yeah, movies. And exactly. I'm, I'm sorry. But I felt like a kettle and I kept getting like a pressure cooker and I just had to release a little bit of pressure every now and then or I was going to scream in the theater. So Kate really liked it, but yeah, he I was, was liking it up until Joel just wouldn't shut up. Mm. So, but I leaned over to him and I just said, is it just me or is this movie obsessed with close ups? Now, if you, for cinematic reasons, there's a long shot, there's an establishing shot, there's a medium shot that shows about maybe half the body, yep. and there's close-up, which is like shoulders up. This movie is almost entirely on people's faces at all times, unnaturally, an, an, an unnatural amount of time. Like 75% of the movie is close-up and extreme close-up. So Joel, back me up you on this. You didn't want to see Oprah that close or what? It's, oh, no. just you wait, Jake. Just you wait. <laughs> Spoilers, though. though. Yeah, we'll get it. You that. have to see this movie. In fact, everyone should see this movie, but for free down the road on a torrent site. <laughs> Do not pay for this movie. So, you know, like like you're saying, with, it was just capturing faces. So it was really just reactions. That's all we were getting. Not acting. Yeah. It was almost like someone would say something in a different room, like yes. a different set. And there then were, they'd record someone on a different green screen and they'd go, oh, and all you'd see is from the bottom of their, or top of their chin to the top of their head. And that is it. And then they would get a scream close up where it's like on their eye. And I spent the whole time going, I feel claustrophobic. Like I just wanted to stretch the frame out and say, show and, me more. And it didn't feel like a creative choice. It felt like, uh, I don't really know how to capture anything and make it look like film. And so I'm just going to get people. And I know that sounds film nerdy. I know I know it really sounds film nerdy. I just want to know if anyone else noticed it. Because the whole time I'm like, zoom out, zoom out, zoom out. Like, well, it look, just drove me nuts. Okay, They're well, calling the else? director, uh, Ava DuVernay, uh, a visionary director. Just because this movie has color. She did Selma a few years back. Too. And she's a real black rights activist. Uh, but in this movie... Like, what are you saying, Kent? I'm just saying she... <laughs> This is a bad film for her. I think she's a smaller budget director. And this mm-hmm. one, it's like the it's like Oz and the, the Great and Powerful, mm-hmm. where it felt so lifeless because it was just so vibrant, but I, I, forcefully. Yeah. I believe the, the word Kent used, and I, I like and I liked this a lot, hmm. was that when he called it a, a beautiful screensaver. Yes. Because it's it's pretty to look at, but there's no substance behind the visuals. Like there's parts when well, I was that watching. That sounds like Oz, right? Yeah. yeah precisely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was exactly like that. But that's Except not all. for James Franco, right? He's so dreamy. So looks aside. <laughs> This story jumps around so much, it gets disorienting. And they explain things in a way that doesn't make sense. It's like they said, yeah. oh, it's because of science. And it's like, that doesn't, that's not an explanation. We're, oh, we we're say that moving on the show on? sometimes. Okay. So. Yeah, that's true. But we're not making a movie here. Yeah. That's in just fact, how the Bacon Cave works, though. We left this movie and we were going to eat some terrible food right after. And Joel goes, okay, okay, okay. And that was too negative. Um, let's... The thing about the positive things. And I'm like, yeah, that's a great idea because we were both laughing, like almost giddy. All we could really think was Reese Witherspoon was cute. 
She did a good job. And not even cute. We said she was she was entertaining enough. I think is what yeah. we said. Like she was, she was entertaining, she was entertaining enough. enough. Yeah. And that's honestly all we could think about. Yeah. That's right, the only let's, positive. Let's hear your grades. Uh, I'm going to give this one and a half stars. One and a half. One and a half stars out of five. What, what would that translate to? You gotta, you gotta, I'm not doing it translations means it's anymore. Marnie to him. I realize I get no. Smarty's one star. You, t- you used to say it was one and a half. I don't think so. No. Well, first check, you said it was two. Then you said one and a half. I'm pretty sure I gave it one straight and I never changed it. No, I can that, look it up if you want me to. Never happened. All right, Kent. What about you? A D. A D. We're probably in the same page. Yeah. That's probably the same ballpark there. It's a D. That means you liked this better than Marnie. Well, Marnie didn't. <laughs> Marnie didn't have pretty screensavers. Marty was just awful. I love how Marty comes up on some <laughs> random live action Disney movie. I don't know Albert Hitchcock's what Marty. Marty is. Yeah. All right, let's get into the spoiler version. All right, uh, sing the uh, the song, the Wrinkle in Time song, the Wrinkle in Time like Oprah Somewhere style. over the wrinkles, <laughs> we're gonna spoil this movie. All right, let's spoil this thing. It's bad. <laughs> Jake, picture if you will. Okay, right? I'm ready. I'm ready. These three kids are in a backyard and they're wondering, where's two of them are? Where's, where's my dad? dad? Where how oh, are we going to find dad? Then all of a sudden these these ladies that aren't really explained just kind of show up and they're like, "Well, hi children. Oh, let's just wait for the big our big giant master to come talk to us." All, wait, all three of them? Two, two, two oh, of them. Two of them because they're so And then for all of a sudden you see Oprah's face kind of just slightly apparate, just kind of appear, but it's not like Oprah's face. It's like a, the size of a house. It's a giant Oprah. That's what Oprah shows up and she's four stories tall. Yeah, and they're like, you're the wrong size. And she's like, wrong size for there what? There is no wrong size, children. Yeah. And she is gigantic. And you're sitting there going, this is kind of weird. Visually, this doesn't actually look all that but cool. But it's kind of how a lot of the public perceives Oprah, I feel. I think that was the representation they were going for there. So it's basically, like, this was part of her presidential Oprah. campaign. Kind of, yes. <laughs> and then they go to this, like, mystery green planet, straight from the Oz, the Great and Powerful. And she's even taller. In fact, she's just kind of pacing around and kind of commanding everybody. And I everybody. want to say that it's, it's not Oprah acting like a character. It's just Oprah being Oprah. Like, she's just sitting there offering sage wisdom and going, hmm, yes, Mrs. What's it? Hmm, yes, Mrs. Who? There's nothing to it. And it's embarrassing to watch. Okay, so this is cringeworthy. Now, Jacob, first of all, for those of you who like the book out there, I want to tell you a couple of things. First of all, they completely cut out uh, Sandy and Dennis, who are part of the family. They're gone. They're not. Who are they? They're the brother and sister of uh, Meg and Charles Wallace. Okay. So they completely cut them out. And then, do you remember? Because you have Mrs. Who, I Mrs. Cut them out of my memory too. I and guess because I don't remember them. But do you remember they were the old women? But then when they revealed their true selves, what they were? Dragons. No. Do you remember the cover of A Wrinkle in Time? I don't remember. Unicorns. It, it's a Pegasus. They're like they're centaurs with wings. Oh, okay. I remember it was something. I in, was close. In this Dragons movie, is kind of close. In this movie, Reese Witherspoon <laughs> strips off all her clothes. Uh huh. And then spins around and becomes a giant lettuce monster. No, 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 no. <laughs> like a head of lettuce? Uh, she has a head of lettuce with a long train. Like a CG lettuce monster. And she starts flying and then the and kids are flying on her turn back. Bad? Is that her? Does she turn bad? No, no. don't turn bad. Oh. Yeah. Not at all. In fact, that would add some, like, I don't know, something different to this movie. Something. And I should let you know, Ken, in the book, Mrs. What's It, who's Reese Witherspoon, yeah. used to be a star and she uh, gave up her starhood to become a person. Because they talk about how it's her, her first mission with these children. Yes. Even though they don't explain why this mission's important to any of them, except for they need to be warriors for light. Yes. But we heard, so, your, we heard someone's yelling for help and it was pointed in your direction. So we're going to find you 
to find the origin doesn't really make but sense. But we can't really go to the source of darkness. They, they also, you remember the whole point? Like, Why can't they go oh, to the source of darkness? Because then they can't go where the dark is. Then Kelly from the office can't speak uh, and say things that Bob Marley said or Gandhi said. They, yes. they lose powers. So if, I don't know if you remember this, though, because in the book, Mrs. Who can only say things that other people have said, like famous authors. She quotes famous authors and, and philosophers. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. So in the book, they give that role to Mindy Kaling, who is known for being very verbose and very quick witted. And instead, they just make her sit there and smile the whole time and occasionally say to light is not to dark gandhi indian that's what she'll say something like and that. it's awkward so they the kind entire of things awkward she's wasted doesn't sound awkward. oprah is overused and then reese witherspoon she's about right where yeah. she needs to be for this character but then okay so reese witherspoon turns into a giant lettuce monster they get on the back of this giant the three kids get on the back of this giant lettuce lettuce monster and they start flying for <laughs> about so weird for about 40 minutes <laughs> no wait are you talking in the movie or in the movie talking? it was like three minutes it feels forever because they're flying on the back of this lettuce monster and all of a sudden meg just goes i can fly like at the exact same rate push off the lettuce and yeah. she starts flying and she goes she starts flying like directly above where she was like kind of just hovering over where she was and she's like i Lift. can fly now Who's it's, Meg? One it's of the kids? Main, the main girl. Okay, that's right. So she's like, I can I can fly. And they're like, how can you do that? She's like, it's science. Lift. And I'm like, that's not how lift works. Because you're... <laughs> it's like they looked through the table of contents of a eighth grade science book and they looked up concepts and just said, yes, it's that. The slingshot theory. Or it's lift. So then one of the kids uh, falls off and like he starts falling. Science. And... It, then they decide they're going to get flowers to save him. Yeah, but keep in mind, flowers. keep in mind, they've been flying for forty minutes, supposedly going somewhere. But then he falls off. The flowers go up and catch him, and they land exactly where they started. No, Joel, you're wrong. Oprah's very big. They actually traveled very far. Where <laughs> Oprah's there, very she big. Took three steps and she's there. <laughs> you're just, just you're just going to watch this movie and not I don't, even, I don't even know, know what to say. To you're this. not even going to know what's happening. That's, I don't know what's happening right problem. now. That's the problem is that I think if you've read the book, you're going to be disappointed what they cut out. Because also there's a whole scene. And can I, I don't know if you remember this because I, I did read up on the book and I was like, oh, that's right. So they they after they go to the planet and uh, Charles Wallace gets taken over, they have to test her out of there and they he just doesn't go with them. But then they end up at a completely other planet and recover there for a long time. And there's a character named, oh, is it Miss Beast? Mrs. Beast or something like that? Hmm. Where it's this giant kind of furry, multi-armed hmm. creature that takes that. care of her. She's completely gone from the movie. Instead, they test her away and then she just jumps right back in. It's kind of just frustrating. So they cut it's, things out of the book. And then if you haven't read the book, like you're going to be so lost. I call this movie Annihilation for Kids. Because, you know, it's like a sci-fi movie where it really like challenges you and you kind of go, I did not expect that. I think kids are going to watch this because this is a kid's movie, Mm -hmm. but no one's going to understand. I don't think kids should watch this movie, to be honest. There's some parts in there that I'm like, that would give my children nightmares. It give me nightmares. Was it when Zach Galifianakis just showed up? That was weird, too, because in the book, it's not Zach Galifianakis. It's, it's a cameo. It's actually Zach Galifianakis. It's a wo- <laughs> yeah. First of all, it's a woman, and she has a crystal ball. And instead, they make it Zach Galifianakis They're, with a man bun balancing on rocks in a cave. In a cave. How, it, how and that? it was done okay. just for the visuals, because there's nothing to it. Ant Beast. That's what she calls her. A- okay. A-U-N-T. Aunt Beast, if we shall. So is Charles Wallace just as annoying in the book? Because... So, okay, so... When the, I wanted to leave him back yeah, the child, well. The, I wanted the evil to just take him and then just... The go. child actor was a little bit Yeah. Annoying. But uh, in the book, the whole point is that they want to expose their faults. And one of Char- Charles Wallace's faults is that he he's very intelligent and he knows that. 
So when they go to the planet of Chamots or whatever it was, uh, he tries to best it with his intelligence and show how smart he is. And that's how he takes over him. That's how he gets possessed. And then uh, in the book it, or in the movie, it doesn't really do that. Instead, they just recite some numbers and all of a sudden he's a, they're on a beach and they're eating sandwiches. And then a guy with red eyes comes up and starts saying two plus two is four, four plus four is eight. And Charles Wall starts reciting it with him and then he's possessed. Yeah, that's how it happens. I got to say, um, I'm totally bored just even hearing about this. <laughs> Jake, it's it's seriously like a, a, a fever dream. Like I spent the whole time going, I don't know Joel, why they're jumping around. If I may, can Please. I share what happened in the screening? Mm, that which part? That part? I'll, 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 I'll mild it did, up, did if you, you guys, will. Did you guys oh, have, did you my, have a moment? My favorite moment it's of fine. maybe any screening outside of the Thor floor popcorn. I was really, is, I, I was, in my defense, I was really frustrated. Joel's talking to me maybe the entire movie, right? I keep and, and I felt so bad. Uh, you don't know, Ken. Every time I spoke to you, I'd lean back and go, not again. Don't do it again. Don't do it again. Oh, dang it. Yeah. No, there's one point I'm like, here, here's some gum. I mean, if we're going to talk this much, we might as well be, you know, you have good breath. You didn't give me gum. I know. I know. Just joking. I got my own gum. So anyways, at one point. You had gum the whole time? At one point, like in the middle of the movie, maybe before that, because we didn't know what was going on. Like I, I knew Joel was just getting frustrated. I was getting frustrated. Then all of a sudden, perf- at the perfect moment. I think there was like some sort of kaleidoscope thing happening. I on the saw screen. his hand go up to his mouth. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he handed something to me. And I go, oh, thank you very much for this. And then I puffed it. It's imaginary, mind you. There's no actual. And then I put it out because, you know, we don't want that that smoke to get everywhere. (laughs) And it was the perfect moment because we felt like we were on drugs. It was the weirdest thing. And so I just had to I had to pantomime just like this. is This would be much better if we were high. And then even after putting it out, I'm like. You know, 20 minutes later, you still well, we got to pick that up. You know, 20, I got to pick 20 that minutes up. later. He got me, he pulled it up and went, there you go again. And it was just <laughs> such a great moment. And then what did I say then, Kent? What'd you say? I said, we got to stop doing this. People are going to think we're really smoking. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you had to, to enjoy this. This was drivel. They should not have made this at all, or maybe got a better director and writer to do it because there's someone who maybe, maybe is a pet project for, for this crew, maybe, but just the way it looked and maybe they loved it as a kid, but I think they were trying to go Alice through the looking glass with it. Yes. Definite vibes of that. Uh, and they were, it just felt lifeless and, 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 and that's the with word. the right director with someone that really loves it. I don't know. It might've have to have been a two and a half hour movie and maybe been a little less colorful and more focused on actual characters and maybe good kid actors. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing is the actors really were hit or miss. Oprah was not acting. She was just being Oprah Mindy Kaling was completely wasted because she just kind of sat and smiled the whole time. Right. Uh, Reese Witherspoon, like we said, was good. And then, uh, oh, I can't remember her name. The main girl. She and Charles Wallace, the two actors that played him. Uh, Storm Reed is Meg Murray. And then Derek McCabe is Charles Wallace. They were hit and miss. Yeah. It was like they could do certain things. Like when she was saying daddy and hugging her dad when she yeah, finally met scene. her, I yeah. was like, oh, there's real emotion there. And then she turned around and act angry. And I'm like, I'm not buying it anymore. So... Yeah. And Joel is really bugged. This is another thing he was talking about because there's this kid in the movie. He was also in Pan a couple years ago. The really oh terrible, my gosh. terrible yeah. Pan movie. Uh, this kid plays for like the, the boy in Le- the, Levi Miller, the cute Calvin boy O'Keefe. in the movie. And they have this weird chemistry, even though they're both nine. And Joel kept going over and he's like, that kid's not American. You can tell that kid's not American. No, I said, I said, like, why is he talking so funny? Like, I thought he was an alien, maybe. And I was like, was he an alien in the book? I don't remember. But I was like, no, I just don't. I think he's just not good at doing an American accent. And Kent? Yeah, he's Australian. Yes. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Right. 
But it was, Way to pick it was apart bizarre. those children. They're acting. <laughs> but look, I mean, this is a lower version of Neverending Story. Like, it has the nothing as the villain, except mm-hmm. for, like, there's nothing to it. In fact, this deus ex machina that happens at the end. I don't know if this is the same in the book. It is. But a kind few, of. But a few times already, when Charles Wallace was transformed, she tried to use love in order to get him back. Right. And even though she says it was her fault, once again, it was just love. It was another profession of love. And then Charles Wallace was brought back. Yeah. No, that's that's the whole point is in the book. Spoiler alert for the book. Uh, they Mrs. Who I think it is or no, it's Mrs. Which uh, tells her you have something that it doesn't. And then she gets there and she's trying to fight it with anger. And then yeah. she, and it's all mental. That's probably why they can't film it. But then she says, no, it's love. And then she expresses love and it can't handle the love. And therefore, Charles I Wallace. I love you, it. No, she loves Charles Wallace. She all float it. down here. Beep, beep, <laughs> she. Yeah. Oh, like, when, they, when they said it, yeah, said like, oh, look. <laughs> you did that too good, Jake. <laughs> I've seen a little pre clip too many times. Yeah. All right. So there we go. That's and the gist of it is I just I, I don't think it's just us because I was reading on Wikipedia and it says uh, it received mixed reviews from critics who praised the film's cast, ambition and empowering messages, which all seems to me be like this is what it's supposed to be. I'm sorry. I think that's the biggest load of bull. Yeah. People are being like give, treating this with kid gloves, but criticized its convoluted plot tone dialogue character development and overuse of cgi visual effects so it sounds like they're like we should like it but we don't spoiler alert at the beginning of next year when we do our worst movies of the year this will be number three for me number three you're calling that right now third worst movie of 2018 you think oh it's terrible this may very well make my list as well (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i'm not gonna put a number on it but it may make my my list because it was not good all right so So jake you want to do a saturday matinee no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then we'll leave you with that. Uh, watch it if you want. If don't, you wanna, don't pay money for this. But it, it really was kind of disappointing for both fans of the books. And it's going to be confusing for people who haven't read the book. Yeah. All right. Till next time. I expected to hate this movie, but man, I really hated it.